This is Alpha Geek Radio. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Read the card. Read the card. Read the card. Like, go. man, go. come on. We got Read it. the card. We got Talk it. You're about funny. Jokes. You're witty. Nothing. No, I got it. I don't like this place. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. Welcome to this week's Casually Hardcore. We are your hosts. I am Grail. I'm Vindy. And I am Daxa. And we are coming to you not live, but we are relatively recently recorded and talking this week about uh, Phoenix Comic Fest. Sorry, I was going to call it Comic Con, <laughs> but it is not Comic Con. It is Comic Fest. They will charge you money every time yeah, you say that. San Diego will send the suits after me, <laughs> which is not good. So we're back after a long hiatus, very much indicative of our real life jobs and illnesses and travel and just everything else under the sun but with this we are looking to get multiple shows recorded at once so we can dole them out at a regular frequency uh each week don't tell him that we're cheating we're gonna do regular servings. Just think of it as like a meal plan. Exactly. We're doling exactly. them out on a, on a frequent yeah. basis. It's basically like we've pre-cooked all the chicken. We're just gonna throw some different sauce on top of the chicken. I call it a different dish. I call it a different dish. Ah, yes. Boom. Mm, Fresh yummy. from the kitchen. Entertainment. Fresh. De- deconstructed for you guys. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so uh, with that, we're going to start off with our coverage this week of Phoenix Comic Fest, which just happened this previous weekend. We all attended a couple of the days. Didn't go all f- uh, three and a half days, I guess is it's normal, because Thursday night they open up the exhibition hall, but there's really no panels or anything. Friday's the first official day, but unfortunately we all had jobs and such to do on Friday. So <laughs> we got there Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we're able to check out. I felt like we got a lot out of the con this year. So we did. I think we, it was good. Yeah. All those... You know, those jobs get in the way of all your fun, but we did go two days and uh, we got a ton done. Mm-hmm. Even though we didn't see a lot of panels this year, we every year we focus on panels and we focus on guests. So this year we decided to do something a little bit different, especially because of Vindy's love for cosplay. Yes. So we did things a little bit different this year. So our coverage will be really interesting and yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you guys kind of became like my cosplay handler squad. Yeah. <laughs> you just have like one handler yeah. or something, and I just have like a posse exactly. following me around. Like, hold my pizza box. It makes it easier though, right? It really does yeah. though. It's like almost something that I feel like you kind of need when right. you're dressing up at a convention is at least like a friend yeah. or somebody or with seven. you. Or seven <laughs> if you want to divvy out the responsibilities. Right. But to help you like hold stuff or be able to look at stuff, and I mean, it's just too much to do as one yeah. person. I really think so. I, I I'm really into like the cosplay support group right. type deal. So <laughs> we're all just making each other happy. Yeah, I can't imagine trying to cosplay, especially anything with a moderate level of complexity alone. Yeah, like, I don't know how you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And and they did make it a little bit easier for you to cosplay this. This time, although as we were going into Comic Fest, there was a this. We went out to get some food. We came we came back in, and Mindy, <laughs> what, they were like, um, "Excuse me, you have to check your pizza." So I guess let's preface this like, by saying, "Why are you so, having pizza? What is this pizza story?" <laughs> so I dressed up as an April Fool's Day skin from Riot Games' League of Legends pizza delivery siver. 
and I had a foam pizza that I carried around, and yes, it spinned, just as a caveat. It spun. It's it's spun. It's spun. Spun. It spins because it technically still does. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. But when I was coming in, they were like, "Oh no, you're fine. Your pizza's fine. It's non-threatening. It doesn't look like a weapon." But then when we went out to eat food, all of us things changed. Like the pizza became dangerous. They had, and I they had, had to, to put a piece. They had piece to prop check on it. Yeah, they had everything. to prop check yeah. the pizza. It was just yeah. too much. Woo. The so. funniest thing was the reaction of the guy standing next to me when they told her that she needed to check her pizza, and and he looks at me and he goes, "Seriously, the pizza?" And the I'm like, pizza. Yep. Yep, that piece is dangerous, Dude, man. Dude, yeah, those pepperoni could you have, have been no idea. anthrax. Seriously. <laughs> but I will have to hand it to them. They did a much better job than last year. We got in much faster than last year. They had a really great crew. Did you also notice that the security guards were very friendly? Yeah. Like, yeah. they were like, over-the-top yeah. friendly. Like, yeah. how you doing? Are you Make sure you have your water. Make sure right. you hydrate. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming. And I was like, wow, that's completely different to last year. Yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. But it, was it partially due to the fact that they, like, hired an outside company to help, you know? Well, they definitely hired, but I'm guessing this, this year they made a big effort to ensure that company delivered customer service not just the security portion yes. because last year they had a company that was there that didn't really seem to care well, I, I don't <laughs> think they really knew what was going on anyway yeah. too they well just, i think it was a really fast hire last year you know it was just like oh my god we need security now and then they just brought them all in and they were like who's available yeah i That's don't know sure. but i mean they 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 had like six months i don't know how that happened but nonetheless new year uh, security was l- really fast. No long lines. The longest we waited was for bag check. Which, which is... It wasn't that Of bad. course. They're going to check your yeah. bags. It's yeah. going to take a while if you have a bag. Everybody knows that. It was fine. Yeah. But they weren't crazy about it, no. too. Like, sometimes it gets to be ridiculous. Right. Where you have you can't bring power banks or anything yeah. of mm-hmm. mildly scary-looking nature. But, yeah. I mean, they were really just looking for, like... You can't bring an open water bottle. You can't bring an open water bottle to a concert, man. Right. Like it, that's not yeah. new. That's normal. You can't bring weapons. Is that is but, that surprising? But I here's mean, the thing: you could bring an open water bottle if it was empty. Nope. No, they changed it right before the show. Really? Because it was so hot that they didn't want people passing out in line. So they said it's fine if you bring an open water bottle. I took a water bottle that had water in it and, and could open. It wasn't a sealed water bottle. Hmm. So, yeah, they actually did that. I was okay. scared that if I brought my Hydro Flask, they were going to take it. No, it's what like, I, I took. can't risk that shit. Yeah. That's way too important. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's no. too much. Don't be taking my Hydro Flask. No, I'd be scared. But yeah. I think they did a good job in terms yeah. of getting the line down, especially, mm-hmm. like, what was it? It was last year, the year before, that was, like, the waiting and hour to an hour and a half oh, in 115 degree yeah. weather like eh. that was last year after they had the security after incident. they had that um, incident um yeah. because like i said up until that point the security was super lax and then it became it went from zero to 100 yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. like ours they dabbled up to 11, 11 real quick yeah. yeah yeah but it wasn't even like a good no no it was just haphazard so yeah. everything seemed much better organized i think they had a, a large amount of staff there to help get people through if i had any issue it was just that their bracelets sometimes had some scanning issues but that was it just because in front of me i had people that would take like you know a few minutes just to get yeah. a wristband scanned i don't think people knew where to scan people yeah. were trying to scan the qr code and that's not what you which scanned. seemed obvious that what that's you what would you think. would scan, yeah yeah but, but that's not what you would scan right. it, it actually words. it yeah because it, if you notice the bottom of the bracelet actually had electronics right. in it. yeah so it was actually the wording that you had to scan so i think that confused people a little yep. but it wasn't i didn't think it was bad no. i thought it was actually really easy to get in this time like i said the security was super friendly, way better than last time. So that was that was a plus. It was unfortunate that we had a lot of cancellations. The people that I really wanted to see, unfortunately, were, you know, canceled. But other than that, um, yeah, it was still a lot of fun. And there was still a lot of people. Yeah, it was a, a good turnout. A little more open than I recall previous years in terms of being on the exhibition floor or going through the main entrance. Like, I felt like it was a little easier to get around. So I don't know if that was an attendance 
issue, or they just were controlling the flows better. I, but I mean, the the full event pass yeah. is sold out. Yeah. Like, I mean, you'd think that it, it may not have been an attendance issue, considering the amount of tickets that, like, right. had sold out beforehand. So, I, I agree that the, it did yeah. seem like less volume everywhere. Yeah. I just don't know why. why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they usually post the numbers that they have for attendance within a couple of weeks. So we're waiting to see that and we'll take a look and see if that was the reason or if just logistics. They yeah. did everything logistics. better. better. Logistics. Yeah. logistics. <laughs> um, another thing, though, that yeah. I was really worried about was remember last year when that incident went down and then they changed the weapon policy right. to be like, like really ridiculous. Hard. You couldn't even bring in a wand. Like, Look, dude. Yes. Like you're at a you're at a comic fest. Yeah. Like you need to have some sort of like the the cosplayers are they're coming from all directions. And anime has huge weapons. Games has all kind of weapons. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking at a very wide range of cosplayers here. Right. And I mean, like I had a foam sword that in no way would have lo- it looked like a real sword, but it wasn't allowed solely because it was an imitation of a weapon real weapon even though it, it didn't it was a, another league of legends prop it was very like cartoonish in style um but i'm happy i was worried when we were approaching this convention that they were going to have weapons rules kind of like that and i'm happy that they decided to tone it down a little bit because it's i i get it it's important it's really important but like, also, there needs to be like some sort of like inspection element going right. on here. You exactly. can't just say don't bring anything. Yeah. You need to have somebody touching and handling because nowadays, like, foam is such a big thing in the cosplay community, and you can make anything out of foam, which sure isn't going to hurt anybody. And all you got to do is touch it to find that out. Like, exactly. I, you just, I think there needs to be that interaction, that one on one, especially at a prop check, mm-hmm. which really he- would help. Yeah. And they did that, yeah. which is fantastic. They did, yes. finally. Yeah, which, right? two years ago, they were also doing it. So right, they but just they just had weren't this doing weird, it well. Yeah, they like, just... If it was working how it was right. supposed to, you, as a cosplayer, you know you have to go to prop yeah, check. exactly. That's what you do. Right, yeah. It doesn't right. matter what convention you're at, that's what right. you do. Right, And they just didn't enforce it. Yep. But it's important. It's always been important. But yeah. I guess, I don't know if it became the staff or the... Volunteers, because I know that they switched from that volunteer, volunteer model. Yeah. yeah, and this was definitely hired staff everywhere. Absolutely, yeah. it was yeah. definitely hired. So they they did not go back to to their volunteer model, but they got appropriate staff. It seems like for their yes, so absolutely, that yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't absolutely. have any complaints about it, honestly. Nope. Like the lines were, they had lines, but yep. I mean, yeah, it was fine. It wasn't unbearable. It wasn't the worst thing ever true didn't um, take an hour it was in the shade yeah yeah which is a huge thing oh yeah that was big mm-hmm. yeah especially since it was so warm yeah i think the the going in was very smooth um they did have one little hiccup unfortunately during the convention and that was the um the fire which wasn't really a fire the quote-unquote fire the quote-unquote fire yeah. um which was right as they were going to be doing the um masquerade the masquerade. Yeah. So this is really funny because I was talking to you guys about this and I was like, wait a second. Isn't Will Wheaton here this year? And wasn't the last time they had to evacuate the building due to a fire, Will Wheaton was here also? Just saying. It's a I'm little just, suspicious. Just saying, Will Wheaton, you happen yeah. to be in the same place. You know, third time can't be a coincidence. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye out on the other conventions and the emergencies. Right? Seriously. Mm. Uh, yeah, so anyways, to kind of frame the situation, Saturday night is their normal masquerade ball, which is a big event held within the convention center. Plus they have, it's Saturday night, so they have a bunch of different uh, rooms that have stuff going on. They have, I think, geek dating going on or mm-hmm. trivia or something like that. There's a ton of stuff happening. Uh, excuse me, the beer debates. Well, oh, that was yeah. Sunday night. Oh, no! That was Sunday night. But nonetheless, they have a, a bunch of stuff going on, and I'm not sure if you guys ever found out. We left before the fire alarm issue happened. It was Correct. at 7.30. It was at 7.30. Yeah. We got out of there probably right before it then. We really we yeah. got out of about 6.30, so yeah, it wasn't too... Wow too much later uh so anyways a uh, fire alarm was triggered and that caused 
obviously they had to evacuate the entire convention center. And once they evacuated it, they had the fire department come. They checked everything out. Took, I think, a couple hours. And Several by hours, the yeah. time they finished and declared, declared it all clear, the people that run Comic Fest decided to move on and just say, we're going to cancel the rest of the events for Saturday night. And anything they could reschedule, they would reschedule to Sunday. Correct. Yes. So. Yeah. And they did reschedule um, the masquerade. The only issue with that is it's hot in Arizona right now. So you're out there, and some of these costumes, you know, hot glue gun is 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 actually quite um, useful. Useful when building cosplay. Not only that, but if you don't know this, you cannot leave your shoes in Arizona in your trunk when it's hot because it will melt the glue from your shoes and they will come apart. Right. Or if they're tennis shoes, it actually shrinks your tennis shoes because of the type of material they're made of. So just imagine all these people in this wonderful cosplay costumes that they've spent months to days, depending on your level of cosplay, making, melting in the hot sun. Yeah. But I mean, as somebody that like watches the masquerades, I think a lot of what it has to do with too is sometimes, especially when you get up into like the intermediate to masters level cosplays, you're in an elaborate costume, we're assuming that it's an elaborate costume, you're not putting it on all day and wearing it all day, especially if you're entering into a costume contest where there's almost like a thousand dollars worth of prizes available. You're putting that thing on like maybe three hours before the costume so your makeup's fresh, your hair's looking Mm -hmm. fresh, because let me tell you, Wearing a costume all day, your makeup starts to look a little grody. Yeah. You're just looking a little grody in general. It happens. You had like you're some... walking all around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's hot yeah. out. It's, and I mean, yeah. you look Even... like you're doing the walk of shame at the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like for example, my shoes that I wore for Siver, I painted the like the bottom sole portion of it black. And mm-hmm. just from walking around and scuffing my yeah. shoes and people like stepping on my feet, which inevitably happens. Like, they're all jacked up. Right. So, like, these people that worked really hard on their masquerade costumes, like, they had just... Most of the expert Mm -hmm. level had probably just gotten into their costumes to then be rushed to the masquerade to do their the pre-judging the judges look like at the details and like you know mm-hmm. the, the insides and, the and they ask, and they stuff. ask you questions they you ask know, you how questions. did you make yeah. it did you make it yourself yeah. and so on and then you know to have it then like jammed out in an evacuation like yeah. i mean and the, you know we'll will lead into uh the costume contest but it was supposed to occur on saturday night as well the masquerade ball Mm -hmm. this all was going down so i guess fortunately everybody was in their costume which is good even though the fire alarm went off which is bad at least the judges got to see the costume so it wasn't like a total loss the most disappointing thing is is that a lot of these people only were there through saturday which is because they didn't intend to be there Sunday, and yet that's where the actual contest got moved to. So as we start talking about the contest, we had a number of instances where folks just couldn't make it because they had already left town or they only had the one-day pass, you know, whatever the reason. They did give them a free Sunday pass because of that situation. Anyone that was there on Saturday, they gave them a free Sunday pass. But the problem with that is... Some people had obligations and couldn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or hotel rooms that were yeah. expiring. Right. I mean, there was just too much. I, but the good thing I think that they did is one of the one of the smart things that they did is yes, okay, everyone was out in the hot sun, but so were the judges. So they just lined them up and they started judging as they were there in case those people couldn't make it the next yeah. day or something happened. So the judges were able to actually judge themselves. It was just disappointing for the fans. Because we didn't get to see all of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's awesome that the judges took the time. What they said that while they were outside, mm-hmm. while everybody was waiting in the two and a half hours that mm-hmm. it took for them to issue a statement, that the judges were actually judging the costumes, like on the streets of Phoenix. So I mean that's pretty that's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And I mean, unfortunately, there was no actual fire. Uh, in in the end, at least to my knowledge, it was some alarm got tripped by the fire department yeah. who was working on the system. Yeah. So it ended up being 
good and i was happy to hear it wasn't just some random person pulling a lever within the convention center so that's <laughs> nice as well yeah uh but all right wheaton you're off the hook yeah exactly <laughs> well, for now we'll see yeah so anyways this is a nice segue into the actual costume contest which we did attend on sunday we did, yeah, and I, I've i attended a couple of them, but mostly they've been at the Supernatural Convention, so... Yeah, they're very different, They're right? very different. They yeah. come in, they show their costume, They you say what you are, and then, in case people don't know, because some people might not, and then <gasps> you walk away, and that's pretty much it. We look at your costume, you walk <gasps> away. It's all good. Oh, so now um, someone else would like to say something, apparently. Hold on, she's got a comment. It, yeah, she's got a comment. Yeah. But these, this one was a little bit different where you actually had almost a minute yep. where you were on stage and they expected you to perform some sort of skit or dance or some sort of interpretation that took that long, which, okay, I can see for maybe for the expert level. And I will say that the one that won was really good. But half the time people didn't even know what to do up there. And for the, the little youth competition... They didn't know what was going on. Like, well, it's awkward in general, yeah. I think, but it's very normal. Like, it's at anime and, like, comic conventions. Mm-hmm. It, having a skit, even in, like, the World Cosplay Summit, you're expected to have a skit. Wow. But, like, I, I don't know if it's a minute is required because that's a long time. Yeah. That is a long to time. To be dancing your ass around stage. Exactly. Like, I can't even... A masquerade performance is so, like, out of my wheelhouse and such, like, a a massively intimidating thing to me. Like, I I know that they involve skits, and usually, like, when you get up into the really high level, so the the grand prize winner of the Phoenix Comic Fest skit was a group of four different Link costumes Mm -hmm. from Breath of the Wild. Um, and it was amazing, and it was mm. well choreographed. It was a choreographed, choreographed. skit. Right. It was very, and you could tell it was reversed and choreographed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the expectation. It, like in these gigantic, and they're they're ridiculous. But that's crazy, it's intricate. Because now that I remember, we've been to the BlizzCon ones. Oh yeah, and the BlizzCon ones aren't. No, no, they're fast. They're fast. You walk out, you do a couple turns. It's like runway. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's abnormal. Yeah, that's like, abnormal. So, so I've never been to one something like this, and and some of those BlizzCon ones were intricate. Like, oh yeah, oh, well, there BlizzCon's was engineering yeah. and there was craziness going on. But, but I mean, they had a lot there. I think the the issue I have is most characters. I mean, maybe four to five iconic poses yeah. or actions. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know how you That's stretch. That's like 10 seconds. How do you stretch that into a minute? I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the people that incorporated sound and the audio. Yeah. Like, yes. there was a Zaya like and Rakan from Riot, and yes. they incorporated some of the in-game lines. And, of course, her she was Zaya, and her right. Rakan couldn't be there because he didn't come on Sunday. So she was performing by herself. <laughs> so she and- looked like a crazy person up there. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, she was, she did what yeah. she could, that's yeah. for sure. But it, she was definitely talking to a recording, which yes. was awkward in its own right. Yeah. But I mean, I like, I enjoyed that. And right. I thought that was a good um, stepping stone yes. that you can use. Because I agree that these skits are, they're awkward and they're kind of cringy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you, like, what do I do with my hands for the extra yeah. 30? Yeah. Like that kind of feeling. Like, what am I doing? What I've done I, my yeah. four to five poses. Now what? Uh, well, I did uh, like the... Do I floss? I don't like know. two or three that just kind of went up there, did their thing, and left. Like, they yeah. didn't wait for the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, that's fine yeah. to me. Yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah, like, the only thing is that um, they did it. A lot of these, they, they gave an explanation afterwards. Because at first, people would come up and do their skit. Yeah. And I was like, that is the weirdest thing in the world. Like, the Romy and uh what's her name michelle romy and michelle so she goes up there and she has this picture of romy and she's doing this little skit and then the voiceover of of the other one is going off and you're like this person's nuts and then it turns out that there was two of them one couldn't make it same with the other one right yeah so then or a cusco comes out and he's doing a mary poppins song and we're like what the yeah. heck is going on? Yeah. The casualties of the fire. Yeah, alarm, and then we right? find out that apparently they had come as Mary Poppins yeah. and that it was an amazing costume, which again was sad we yeah. didn't get to see. But after they explained it, I was like, oh. But beforehand, I was just looking at her like, 
that's a weird song to choose for Cusco. Yeah, right. I think that in addition, they really should have probably said what game or anime. It would have yes. been. Yeah. It would have been nice. Just yeah. saying. Well, and I mean, so if I had one complaint. Oh, about I know it, your complaint. <laughs> I was not the biggest fan of the MC for the show. Really? No. What did you not like about him? He just to me <laughs> he rubbed like, him the like, wrong way. It just I don't know. It just it hits a point where you're like, dude, just go on. Oh yeah, there was Stop a point near the end. Trying to make it funny. Stop. Like you're we're done. We've been here now for over two and a half hours. Just read the goddamn card. Yeah, no, I agree. I, yeah. Like, there was a point where he was stalling because yeah. he was waiting yeah, for the judges. That and that was totally cool. Yeah. I agree. But then, like, once it got to the point, you had the fucking card in your hand. Just read the card. Read the card. Read the card. Just like, go. man, go. come on. We got read it. The card. We got Talk it. You're about funny. Jokes, You're witty. No, I got it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed... That was where my issue really came in yeah. with him. Yeah. I enjoyed him up until about yeah. that yeah. point where yeah. I was like, all right, look, dude. And I understood the break, even though, again, I would go... Well, wait a second. These judges have already seen all the costumes as far as the way right. they explained it. Yes. Why is it taking them 20 minutes now to make a decision? Why didn't they just have the decisions already made? And this was just your chance to walk on the stage in front of a big crowd for those that could make it on Sunday. This is true, though. I didn't get that piece either. Because, so, yeah, because like craftsm- craftsmanship yeah, and like huh. creation should really be judged in pre-show. You, right. You're right. right. And then right. like the show really should be about the skits and yeah. the performance. Yeah. So you're right. There really should be at least an idea of, oh, yeah. well, this person's a forerunner in craftsmanship. Unless someone was really bad at math. Well, I mean, and, and, oh, my God. And I will, oh, my God. That's the only thing I can think I of. I would also agree with your point that, you know, I think, yeah, they, they should have, in front of the people coming out, said, this is what they're about, this is where they're from, and this, if they have any issues because of the, the fire... Like, let's just, this is why Cusco was singing Mary Pop. It's supercalifragilistic. Yes. And, you know, this is why Romy is a big cutout and, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I agree. And then then we would have been, because if you notice when some of those things happened, everyone was looking at each other like, what is happening? What is going on here? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was like, am I taking crazy pills? But then afterwards, you're like, Oh, oh, that was great. Yeah, I like you felt good, but I would have cheered a lot more. Yeah. And I know yeah. ahead of time, like, this is why this is, looks a little weird. Yeah. Because Cusco did a fantastic job yeah. at Supercalifragilistic. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. had the lines down. Yeah. And everything. It was really good. It was just weird that it was the Emperor. Cusco. Emperor yeah. and her cronk helper. Yeah, her really new the chimney sweep yeah. role. It's the Emperor's like, new, new groove. Yeah. Supercalifragilistic. Okay. So anyways, but there were some really cool, I mean, it was a really heartbreaking also to hear one of the winners oh. uh, had a dress that had, I think they said 100,000 beads. So our crystals. crystals individually glued. Individually, individually glued, glued since December. Yeah, this I person don't... every day has oh been gluing God. these crystals on the dress. And when the alarm happened, they had to lift the dress up over her head yeah, to get her out. Four people carry, you know, the dress down, and by the time it got outside, it just ruined. The, it broke. It broke. broke the dress. Yeah. So that was sad. We didn't get to actually see the dress. I think there was a picture of it because they did a little slice uh, slideshow, uh, kind of an in memoriam thing for those that couldn't make it. But nonetheless, uh, the. The skits you mentioned, the Breath of the Wild skit, skit was really good. There was an excellent youth category, uh, 1970s Wonder Woman, that did a great oh, job. Oh, that one was fantastic. Yeah, she looked great. I think uh, there was a couple others that were really well done, especially in terms of the skit, in terms of lip syncing, what was being said. There was the girl, looked like kind of Victorian dress, who was talking about being considered the evil princess. Oh, yeah. She's from a cartoon. Yeah. Matthew showed me who she was, and I forgot oh, what it was her yeah, name. Yeah, he showed me. It was me. a cool little monologue. Yeah. She did. Yeah. All, it, was, it was very, like, akin to Wicked. Like, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, it was a good. It was yeah. a, yes, it was a very good monologue, and she did a fantastic yeah. job yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot there, and I think it was, and there was a, a, 
a good sized audience considering it was last day of the con. Uh, and then they also, I thought it was a nice gesture to let everybody that was in cosplay in the audience just come up and do a quick walk through the stage. Yeah. We had yeah. the male Laura Croft come up oh four times, I think. He <laughs> killed it. He was yeah. crazy. Yeah. I wanted a picture with him so bad. But like, there were some amazing costumes yeah. that did not enter the contest yeah. yes. that went up on stage just, you know, because oh, yeah. they yeah. were sitting in the. But I mean, crowd. like, think of it, like, you know, from my point of view, too, oh, like, you scary. have an enemy. It's absolutely it's terrifying. Scary. And oh, then yeah. to Some have people. to do a skit, too, that's, like, that's... literally mortifying. <laughs> yeah. That's, and, it, like, that was nothing. That crowd was nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, it's normally Saturday night. Like, that's the that's big crazy. Saturday that night thing. That would be huge. That's yeah, a filled. massive. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Brave. No. Brave Not people. there. Hi. I'm Siver. Seriously, <laughs> this is my pizza. She would have Bye. a pizza in front of her pizza. face the whole time. Yeah, I'd be like, "Look, it's Vince. Look, it's Vince. Oh my god, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Bye. Yep. Casting my old. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. No, maybe in the future, but yeah. I did get her to go up on stage at one at the super convention. Well, I told you that if we do, if we work on costumes together, and if mm-hmm. we go to like Phoenix Comic Con in costumes together, then I wouldn't be amiss to do the masquerade together. Right. Like I feel like that's a good stepping stone. I would be down to do the masquerade together, but not by yourself. Not by myself. No. Not unless you give me my handler backstage. Right. <laughs> you know how, like, with toddlers and tiaras, and mom is, like, on the side. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're doing great, sweetie. You're doing, <laughs> You're doing good. Move your hands like this. Right, Smile. right, right. Like, you'll have to do uh, that to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully up on stage, there's so much lights in your face. You no, that's... No, you oh, see wow. it. You see people. All right. The yeah. only time... I think the only time we did it was during karaoke, because it's so dark. You only yeah. see the people on the front row. Well, I don't know if it. I I don't know. I've never. I mean, on karaoke, yes, you can. All, the lights are really bright, and the people at the Supernatural com- cons complain all the time about how bright the lights are, and it makes it difficult to see the audience. But what you can do is hear. Yeah. And when nobody's clapping or cheering, oh, you can yeah. hear that. Yeah. So that's why I was. People were getting mad. Like the Ethan was mad at silence. me for clapping so loud, but yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna yell and scream no, and clap for these people yeah, that are yeah. on stage because they're on stage. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Good and job. They're gonna be yeah. like, yeah, mortified. Like yeah. that's horrible. Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyhow. A so little we, bit of technical difficulties, but it ended up cool. Yeah, there it ended up really good. Quite a few, like Daxa mentioned, uh, cos- cosplay that we saw on the floor, especially the exhibition halls. That was fantastic. Yes, there were a lot of really, there were a lot of really um, good costumes in the exhibition hall. There were a lot, lot of great cosplayers at the exhibition hall that we recognized too. Yeah, so fun. The ones upstairs or the ones downstairs? Both actually, because it was so weird to see like. I follow a group of cosplayers on Instagram just on my cosplay account and it was the oddest thing ever to actually meet these people in real life. Like, it was just the weirdest feeling. Especially we went to a booth for a maker called uh, the Crooked Feather. Oh my god. And she designs... How amazing was that? She designs articulating wing sets that are literally, like, if you need a pair of wings, I've never in my life seen a pair of wings that intensely like beautiful and they move and we got to talk to her right for like we get to talk one-on-one about like what she's working on it was the coolest thing ever so nice we were there for like 25 minutes because she was so nice yeah she was just telling us stories about what she was working on and then we threw out you know how big of fans of castiel from supernatural we are and Mm -hmm. she's like oh yeah i've done plenty of those before (laughs) somebody wanted a 16 foot wingspan Oh my which, god. I know. Pain. Who just wears 16 foot wings? Where are you going to put that? Like, where are you going to take that to? I don't, I mean, not, you're going to stand somewhere. That's where what you're are you going to. Well, yeah, and when you pull those wings out, it's going to hit everything. Yeah. Right, right. And everybody. Yeah, that's one of those costumes that you, you bring in and you stand in one place. Yeah. And you're not moving. And you're not moving. You ain't moving. Yeah, but I saw last year a hawk girl that had the fully uh, articulated wings. And she did a, it was nice because when they were folded in, it wasn't much bigger than a backpack right. on her back. So she could walk around the con 
do her thing, but then when she got to a big open area, she could actually spread them out. Spread her wings! Like, yeah. bro, yeah. look at this. So that was, that. that's nice. But that's gotta be heavy because she said that those blue ones who were, they were what? How how long were the blue ones, you think? Man, they must have been, they had to be more than 10 feet. Easily. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's say maybe 10 to 12 feet max, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. those blue ones, she said, were almost 30 pounds. Yeah. Right. But she did a kin, she made the analogy that it's like having a backpack. Right. Which is totally, like the, the straps that mm-hmm. they have for it are padded. Like they're very much aware oh, of absolutely. like how ridiculous this shit is. Right. I mean, come on. Like, but I, it's still 20 to 30 pounds you're carrying on your back it's, and you're walking on concrete. Yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, like, you know, like the military, anybody, like if you have the weight distributed on your back, that's actually not that much. Yeah. You yeah. can carry that for a long time. Yeah. As long as it's properly distributed on your back. Yeah, which so. I think I think she does because I'm sure. she she yeah. does a fantastic job. Yeah, I've never seen it. They better. were so good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then um, there was the one cosplayer that I saw that um, I had actually seen a TV special on because she was on like Little Wives or Little Ladies or something. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh, I forgot her name. I had thought I had pulled her up, but I where, don't remember. Where her did name. you see her in the She was right next to that uh she, the wings place. Remember? Uh, yeah, do you remember I said, Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she has this costume where she does the She was dressed up as Chucky from Rugrats. Yes. Right. Oh my god. She was right. adorable. She was so good. And then she um she does she did Moana. That one yes. was really great. And one of the league ones with the little Oh, Ziggs. Ziggs. Mm. Ziggs. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Was it something Ray? R-A-E? Yeah, something like that. Oh, I'll, Alyssa, I'll, I'll find her. Alyssa Ray? Is I'll that... find her. Could be. Something along those lines. We got to plug her because she was the cutest thing She ever. was adorable and she did such a great job. Asta Young. That was her name. Asta okay. Young. Yeah, and she had done, um, I guess she was on a program that was like Little Ladies um, which I never saw, but I did see a program where they were going, they were talking about, you know, how, how small she was, um, and how her life had been going and it was just a really good pro- pro- program, but she was talking about how much she loved to cosplay. Yeah. And obviously. And how good she is. And how yeah. good she is. Yeah. yeah. Well, she didn't say she was good at it, but she well, yeah, is no, good but at Showcasing it. how oh, good yes. she was at it, right? Yeah. She yeah. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that was one. And then we also saw... The one downstairs by um, by Glenn Ray. Yeah, yeah, Glenn Ray's wife. So Glenn Ray is a principal artist for Blizzard, and his right. wife is Apotheosis. Cause I'm not sure of her real name, but we sat and talked to her for a little while too, because she was incredibly friendly. Yeah, I don't oh, know. So nice. I don't know if she was an actual like cosplay guest or she was just kind of with her husband. She was with her husband because it was the coolest thing ever that he was like drawing characters that almost kind of looked like his wife. And I was like, this is like, how cool are these people? Like you got this guy drawing these characters that is like his wife and then his wife are cosplaying them. Like, Oh my God. That's so awesome. Chicken and the egg. Yeah. (laughs) He draws it. She cosplays it. Then she gets a cosplay idea so he can draw it. Like it's really cool. And the funny thing is we spent, all our time at that booth talking to her and not Glenn's booth. Yeah, and he was yeah. totally like, hey guys, yeah. I'm um, here too. But by the way, Blizzard yeah. over here, yeah. no, yeah. nobody, nobody. No, no, yeah. she was awesome. <laughs> she yeah. was really excited that we recognized her League of Legends costume. Oh, nice. yeah. yeah, she had a, um, like a, Nidalee, a headhunter Nidalee, mm. a project Katarina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. that in her book. She yeah, was like, yeah. oh I guess God. people weren't recognizing them oh, or something. Wow. I don't cool know. Party Fiora. That okay, was- oh, first wow. of all, I don't know why, because even I recognize some of those, and I don't even play League. <laughs> yeah, but you've been to enough PAXs where yeah, there's true, like a true. lot of League Floods of League co- League so, Consoliers, yeah. yeah. And she was amazing. Yeah, she oh, was my so God. Good. She's so beautiful, and she does such a great job in the cosplay. Yeah. She was so nice. Yeah, and she doesn't have that many followers on Instagram, too. She's on Instagram. As oh. Apotheosis cosplay. Okay, so, good. Just saying, Check she's amazing. Out. She is so, really good. Yeah, she was plug, great. Plug, Seriously. Nice. Right on. Uh, yeah, there was some... Uh, I know there was a couple rows over. We took a picture of her, and I think it was the same person that entered the con- costume contest as Hella from uh, Thor Ragnarok. She was an oh. artist, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we caught her without the headpiece on downstairs. 
Or, or it was somebody different that also had. We may have, yeah, same. absolutely. But she was definitely dressed in the bodysuit of Hella, which was yeah. really cool as well. Uh, yeah, lots of neat, neat cosplay this year. Oh yeah, some really great ones. Without a doubt. What was it when we were upstairs? There was a He-Man yes. and She-Ra, She-Ra, and I think the daughter. I don't. Remember. Oh, there was a third yeah. person. But I have no idea. Maybe She-Ra's like. Handmaiden? I don't remember. No. I don't remember the show that <laughs> no, well. No, it was the, the one who um, gave them... Tila. I don't know who she was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, but the He-Man was like... Yeah, the bomb. Yeah. Okay. Costume was made in the gym, as I heard somebody say. Yeah. Like, that's where that dude's costume mainly got made. Yeah. That guy yeah. was a big yeah. dude. He, he, I think in previous years, I think it was the same guy that did the Hulk one year. Where he was all oh, green. Oh yeah, because it looked same body frame, but big, really big guy. Uh, and but the girl who did Shira looked really good. Yeah, well, the did. costumes were like on point. So uh, some Skeletor, a lot of He-Man stuff. Yeah, we did have a lot of He-Man stuff. I'm surprised that we didn't see more. I mean, we saw some Thor Ragnarok, but I'm honestly surprised we didn't see more Hellas. Yeah, like, yeah, honestly. me too. Because yeah. Hella looks was amazing. a big deal, and that's yeah. a. I it mean, was it to me. It was the cosplay was much more spread out this year. Even Deadpool with Deadpool two coming out like two weekends ago, there wasn't an obscene amount of Deadpool's there. I think right. they just traveled in a herd, though. They, right. they, they did travel in a herd. When you found one, you found like you seven. Found them all. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. was it. But you didn't like in previous years. You could not look a direction, this and is true. I guarantee you, you'd see at least three Deadpools. This is true, absolutely. So, and you know, the only slave Leia I saw oh, was really? a guy. Ooh, I, you know right. what? I saw a lot of gender bending this this time. Oh, this is true though. Yes. Tons. This is true. I yeah. saw at least five bells that were guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was that Wonder Woman. Yes, that was a really good one. Obviously, um, Laura Croft. Laura Croft. I saw, <laughs> Laura I saw a, a Black Widow as a guy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Actually, that Black Widow I think went with um, a couple of other guys, and they did the women as men. Oh, nice. That's really cool. Yeah. That's good. So that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, they, there was a lot of gender bending this time, I think. I love it. Cool. Way more than I've seen before. Yeah, right for sure. I think making costumes your own, like making them unique to yourself, yeah. is becoming a, a renewed uh, thing to yeah. do lately. Especially, like, I was kind of talking with Apotheosis and Glenn Ray about, like, this trend of having artists, yes. like, draw iterations of your characters or, mm-hmm. like... For it, for example, like for this BlizzCon this year, Jason Fisher is that his name? Zach Fisher, Zach Fisher, Zach Fisher, Z- yeah. The other artist at Blizzard, yeah. or he was an artist at Blizzard, is reimagining a lot of World of Warcraft and Blizz or Warcraft characters as Ebon Blade members. So he's oh, transforming right. them into mm-hmm. Ebon Blade yeah. members. Yeah, and there's a lot of really big name cosplayers that have they're taking the named characters and then he's also opened it up to just anybody that wants to cosplay as a as a death knight or a member of the Evan Blade yeah. just do it and you'll be part of the group wow. like that's amazing yeah. that's really nice. which is like the coolest yeah. thing ever and i know that there's a lot of um uh People reimagining stuff like the Powerpuff Girls or mm-hmm. Pokemon, yes. uh, Sailor Scouts, doing different styles yeah. of their mm-hmm. outfits and just commissioning artists to do that. And I think it's fantastic because not only are you being a unique and creative cosplayer in your taking on new things right. that you wouldn't have done before, right. but also you're like employing self-employed artists. Yeah. Yes. Which is nice. Which is always nice. Ever. Yeah. Always like, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm super into that. And I, I have to give a shout out to uh, the person who cosplayed Mugatu. Oh my god! He was like, not only did he cosplay Mugatu from uh, Zoolander, but he also was <laughs> in character attitude? the oh entire my god. time. He was perfect. <laughs> he Just, shouted at us while we were talking to yeah. the girl yeah. from Crooked Feather. Because we were standing next to a pair of like gold and white wings. And he's like, oh my God, honey, those wings are so in right now. I yeah. need them for my show. Right. I need them for my fall collection. <laughs> They're so hot right now. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's carrying around a little like stuff. A little stuffed dog and oh yeah, I just had the full robe with the leopard oh. pattern on. And, and did you crazy. see his shoes too? Oh, he yeah. had on those like yep. three inch heels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And we only saw him that one time. Yeah. I wish I could have gotten a picture with him too. That's yeah. A yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. That was he amazing. Did a good job. Yeah. 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 
I love when cosplayers really get into the character. I yeah, love that's, that. That's There's awesome. nothing better. Like your costume doesn't need to be perfect, but nope. if you got the attitude, and that guy 100 percent had the you, attitude. Yeah. That's all yeah, you. Yeah, that need. makes up for a lot of actual physical stuff. And I actually think that the announcer at the masquerade said this, but some of his favorite costumes are those duct tape costumes that people Mm -hmm. made. Like it was a duct tape stormtrooper. But the funny thing is the first day I was standing behind a gentleman and he had this huge piece of, um, you know, because it happens when you use hot glue, you're going to have that little string attached to like a blob of hot glue somewhere that's just dangling away. It's literally everywhere. It's everywhere. Yep. So I went, I, I like, I said, hey, I, I'm just going to, you have this huge glob of hot glue that's just dangling. I'm just going to pull it off real quick. So I pulled it off for him and he goes, it's everywhere. I literally made this costume last night because he wanted to wear a different costume every day. Mm. And he had made, it took him seven hours to make this costume, and I don't even know what he was, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Some sort of uh, futuristic, stormtrooper-like, but not stormtrooper person. Um, but he had made, you know, there was a lot of duct tape, a lot of hot glue, a lot of... But good on him. I was like, that's impressive that you did the entire thing. And he had a helmet, and the helmet had, like, these little hexes. That's insane, though. Because, on. like, my it's costume crazy. was pretty freaking plain, and it took me, like... Three months. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Yeah. And I didn't even finish until the night before. Night before. Yeah. So, like, come on. Yeah. Like, that's really impressive. Yeah. It's the dedication. Yes. And especially if you're really invested in it. And especially people that know how to move and pose and talk like the characters. Like, it's not all about having spent thousands of dollars no. on your costume. It well, really think, isn't. And then, you know, the few cosplayers I've seen, and I know, Vindy, you've shown videos of them going through the process of actually making their costume. Most of the time, they use really, like, they they do whatever they can to keep the cost down, yeah. basically. Oh, yeah. Show you, like, you don't have to spend a bunch of money. This is how easy it is. You just have to get creative, really. And uh, yeah. the other thing I like a lot about the cosplay is that everybody's kind of willing to share their secrets behind it or yeah. their, their well, most method. Most of the time, yeah. Most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's outliers, but in general, it seems like a very open, you know, crowdsourcing uh, community for getting cosplays done. But it's also, like, one of the things that I found, especially, like, with the girls in mm-hmm. cosplay community, especially, like, people, like, really big names, like Jessica Negri. Sure. I mean, like, huge names. It's become, like, this really supportive, like, girl-helping-girl type yeah. environment. And, like, we're like sticking up for each other and like you know like really liking everything and sharing everything and sharing the wealth and plugging other people and it it, like has become not about you and i just think that that's like amazing and i haven't found anywhere else in my personal life like with my interests i haven't really found anywhere else that is been that supportive of like your fellow females as a female cosplayer Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of negativity and especially like in the gaming industry with women and you mean leagues not supportive uh, yeah, right <laughs> yeah so i just think it's really nice how yeah. like everybody is so supportive of each other it's amazing it is and they want to build each other up rather than put barriers like this is how you do it this is how you make it like you can do it it'll be fine like just do it do what you want to do be right. who you want to be right yeah no. i love Absolutely. it i think that's a. Uh, uh, you know something that should be recognized and celebrated so yeah i'm glad that happens and i mean it, it kind of has that same feeling of like going to pax or going to comic-con where mm. everybody's pretty much in the in sync that we're here we're all gamers we're all here to have fun yeah we're we all have common geeks. interests we're all here to have fun yeah everybody's pretty much cool during the cons that i've experienced in general that's what i expect is people are going to be yeah, says Grail, who called me a nerd when I was looking at buying a she, pair of earrings. He did. I totally But I called you a nerd for a specific reason. I know. Reason. No, I know you were joking. It was just really funny. <laughs> Why did you? I, I don't, I don't remember. remember. I was telling you to do something. And I think you were like, well, I've already done that. And I'm like, oh, well, then you're a nerd. <laughs> you already did that. I just don't remember what the context was. I don't remember either. Yeah. I was just looking at a pair of earrings yeah. that were like, I was it the chicken and waffle earring like or like that. yeah I know possibly because we really like that booth I know yeah. that was awesome I don't remember it at all but I know I, yeah I definitely did do it but it was it wasn't <laughs> like calling you a nerd because you're a nerd it was like you're a nerd because you were like already went 
well beyond where <laughs> even I was going. Because <laughs> no, you were a bigger nerd than he was. Yeah, that exactly. Was yeah, yeah, that's, I know that's it's it. a joke. It was totally yeah. like well within the confines yeah. of like. God, I got <laughs> oh man, so funny. So that was the cosplay. That was and so real realistically. The rest of our time, outside of being in the beer garden, <laughs> was oh, yeah. spent at uh, the exhibition halls, yes. which were, were, you know, fantastic. It really was nice to kind of just go slow through all of the exhibition halls over the couple days. Yes, it was really nice to have spent some time with the artists and yeah. the authors, which not, you know, not a lot of, I bought a couple of books mm -hmm. um, and one of them was from a kid's book I had bought last time. And oh my gosh, the author of this kid's book was like the cutest person. She was so excited. Her and her sister. And her yeah. sister. Yeah. 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 Did you, did, did you I, pull her up? No, I don't remember oh, her, her last name. name was like Pen Pen. It was the yeah. cutest thing yeah. ever. It was so cute. It was Helen Penpen. Helen Penpen. Right. So Ivan the Hamster, Ivan the Hamster is um, her creation, and she wrote a little kids book about it last year. And this year she had two new books. And the cutest thing about it last year, what drew me to her table, was she had the little hamster, and the little hamster has this like, it's got a bamboo, um, and it's that the bad little piece of bamboo is his sword, and then it's got like a little um, mushroom, and that was his shield, and I thought it was the cutest thing. So I wanted to buy the stuffed animal. Then I saw that there was a book to it. So this year she made a little bit different. And she had another little Upgraded. Ivan yeah. hamster. Yeah. So I had to, uh, obviously I had to get the other hamster because now he's friends with the other one. But um, they were so cute. And she was so excited that we remem that I remembered her book mm -hmm. from last yeah. year. Um, and they had some amazing, um, they had some amazing items too. But it's just, I, I don't think we give enough love to the authors that come. No. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, no. Yeah. And there were some amazing books. The guy who did the book, the Pokemon book, that was amazing. The Pokemon Anatomy book. Anatomy book. If you've ever wondered what could be inside of a Pokemon, yeah, um, you don't but, need to wonder anymore. But at that guy's book, booth, for you. he also did breakdowns not just of anatomy, but like he had a breakdown from like o Overwatch. He had uh, Farah and like her armor half taken off. So like it was like you know the Leonardo da Vinci picture of man except it was pharaoh with like the right side of her armor removed and broken out so you could see what all went into her gear and he did that with other types of armor as well so it wasn't just going in like what's in the inside of a charizard yeah, <laughs> yeah his name is christopher stall um and he he had several books on sale but but the pokemon one was definitely one of the the most um I, I can't I don't even it was the most unique cool, unique yeah. well sort of but he also had one on it was the Feminomicon or something and it was all female monsters Ooh. and the cool thing about it that they explained was that they're not all the beautiful it's not like a siren yeah, it's not and a, a mermaid sexy mer they're yeah. not all sexy creatures it's like female monsters from mythology period yeah and it was really cool. And they, um, the lady who was with him said that she uses it when she runs like D and D to pull monsters. Well, from that's a genius wow. idea. So it was a really, really neat looking book. But his, yeah, his name is Christopher Stahl. You got to check him out. S T O O is an octogenarian. S T O L L, not yeah. S T A L L. Stahl. Um, but he um, he's got some amazing books. Although all his books online are sold out. At least the Pokemon ones are. But that just shows you how good they are. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of cool. I mean, we all came away with uh, different buys from there. Uh, like you mentioned, the hamster uh, artist, Pen Pen, her sister had a big art boost. And so I picked up some art pieces from her from League of Legends. Uh, Vindy, what did you come out of there with? I got, so we went to that booth before we went to the sister that had the Ivan the hamster right. plushie. So it was actually kind of ironic. Yeah. But we picked up, I picked up, she had glasses cleaner cloths, yes. which mm. is like, yes, I need that. That's I need right. like 20,000 of those. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. So I picked up some of those and I didn't end up getting prints, but I I mean, I was pretty happy with my glasses cleaner cloths. Yeah. I yeah. mean, pretty, did pretty good. 
And they're so, pretty cute. Yeah, I know. I'm super into it. One's League of Legends and one's Castiel. Like, yeah. all right, Boom. you hit my interest. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then we were walking around and we found our sister over yeah. there and they yeah. said that they had two booths and both of them were equally as adorable. Freaking cute. Like, oh, oh, thank yeah. you. Like, the most cutest, like, gracious yeah. people ever. Like, Very it was amazing. Nice. So, we definitely spent a lot of time in. Yeah. Got a few things from those ones. Yeah, talk to them. Uh, a big trend this year, there were several booths that had the wood uh, that was burned yeah. artistry. That yes. was really cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that, uh, same with like glasses, a lot of etched glasses. Yeah. That looked really neat. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. Of course, the artists, I mean, tons of comic book artists, as well as folks that do art for web comics or whatever else, uh, they were there and had some amazing looking work. Uh, some really cool Star Wars stuff, especially since yes. it just hit its uh, uh, anniversary. So there was a ton of, of neat things on the floor this year, for sure. Absolutely. And you're glazing over the one you spent the most time yeah. at. Oh, I spent the most time at two places. One because I had to try oh, on a yeah, lot of yeah, things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, um, but I, of course, Daxa came away with like the most stuff because that that happens every year. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. But anyway, one of my favorite things. Um, there's two two boots I really really loved this year, and one of them was kind of sneaky superhero clothing. So clothes that you can wear and it doesn't actually look like it's superhero stuff until you look closer or if you know the superhero. So there was a uh, really nice business dress. There was two of them. One was Batman. It was just black and um, silver. And you could only tell it was Batman because the cut around the bust was the Batman cut. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really... It didn't scream Batman. It didn't have the actual entire symbol. But... It, you could, if you were a Batman fan, you would know it was Batman. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I bought was the Wonder Woman dress, which was gorgeous, and you you could tell a little bit more that it's a Wonder Woman dress. Come on, it's blue and red, and it's got little gold stars. I think it. I think it's still pretty sneaky. It mm-hmm. is. It is still sneaky, though. If you're not a comic book person, the dress is still pretty sneaky. But it's it's but made by heroes hero within. HeroWithinStore.com if you want to go look at their stuff. They're actually almost sold out of their Justice League collection, which is what they had at the con. Um, But what they told us is they have a Marvel collection coming out soon. And then after Marvel, they're going to be doing an Aquaman. So maybe closer to when their um, stuff releases... Um, I do have a card from one of the gentlemen who say he'd be willing to answer some questions for us because I yeah. loved his clothes so much. We actually bought t-shirts other than just the dresses because the t-shirts were, for the ladies, the t-shirts were actually for a female form. So it wasn't a crew neck, really thick t-shirt. They're the soft t-shirts. They have, the, some are midriff, some are like tighter and then a little bit looser in certain areas. So it just looks like a female's shirt. It's not a man's shirt at all doesn't look like you stole your husband's shirt. I think that those type of shirts, I'm not sure what you call them. They're almost like they're extra baggy and they kind of make it look like they're baggy on the sides and it makes you look like you kind of have like wings or something. I don't know what those kind of shirts are called, but they look good on Everybody. everybody. There is not one body type that they don't look good on, in my opinion. And I know that a few people like with for merchandise and they'll have crew necks or v-necks or something and they're always i'm always like eh, 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 you know like yeah. i've seen a ton of those but whenever they have those yes i'm into it exactly. I, you got me you got me and that's exactly how jinx got me because they yep. had that really nice like boat yep. neck or um this just these really nice necks for females that aren't just like a crew neck that's up to my neck and so tight yeah i want a shirt that's gonna look good on me i don't necessarily just want to wear your brand logo exactly exactly so i thought that was really cool so that was one of the places i spent some money at but the place we're definitely gonna go back to was level up dice oh my goodness because level up dice holy cow (laughs) i could have spent days at level up dice they had the most amazing dice they had dice made out of precious metals they had dice made out of precious stones they had dice made out of um was the really heavy one tungsten oh my gosh tungsten yeah which apparently there's only two sets of it was like 1300 dollars, and they 
17. 17 over the caged one right was like the, the caged yeah, yeah, one yeah. was 17. Sorry, sorry, sorry so the caged dice which are really awesome because when you roll them they make this little like ding 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 noise they make like a little song noise but when it's in your hand too it almost feels like a little like and you're rolling it in your hand it almost feels like one of those balls that moves on the floor like with a battery like all over the place like a cat toy or something oh, yeah. like it yeah. almost has a mind of its own when it's rolling i guess right. because of the way that the metal rattles in the cage it is a feel i i've never felt anything like it was that before just so substantial yeah man. like i've never had a die where you're just like, wow, that has some weight to it. Like you, you would have to be cautious rolling that just on a, a table, like alone. Well, they like, called it. Well, they called it the, ta- the, the table breaker, the table shatter. Yeah. Yeah. But all I could think about is that, like these people, like rolling around over top of these glass I cases <laughs> at Phoenix yeah. Comic Con, or excuse me, Comic Fest. So I was like, oh my god, right? Don't drop it, please. Don't drop it. Don't drop now, they it. weren't cheap dice. No. That's no. for sure. Yeah. And the, even the, pre- well, I bought one of the precious stones ones because I was really into the gold sandstone. And, but it comes with a pendant of yeah, that stone also, really cool which too. is really nice. And it, and it has a, it's a sterling silver top portion of that's holding the pendant. So it's really cute. And mine were only $70. So they weren't the most expensive. For but how many? For, but for dice. For how many for too? Dice. We're, you didn't just get one or two. You got like, oh, no, you a got set. set. It's a yeah, set of so, dice. I mean, uh, and the pendant too. Yeah, like and the six pendant. Six to eight dice. Yeah, yeah. You, you got your four sided. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Your yeah. six sided, all that. You you got all your dice that you need. Um, but the other dice were spectacular. They had some amazing dice, but also their dice cases. Oh yeah. So I also bought a little wooden case for my dice because you know if I'm gonna spend that much money, I'm gonna need a nice case. Um, and it's a little wooden um. Mahogany. Uh, mahogany box so it smells right. fantastic and it's got an etching on the top each dice is in, in its own little chamber it was amazing and um they said they have some really great surprises coming for packs yeah um so they showed us like a a packs exclusive that's dice. what they had done Last the previous year. oh my year. god that was so Those cool too so slick so cool i yeah. can't wait to see what they do yes, yes. this year yeah seriously sure. yeah so that was a really really great yes booth and they had people there a lot yeah it was packed the entire time yeah but they had so many different colors, and I mean, they had something for everybody. Yeah, there. That was so they had amazing. Turquoise, amethyst. They had crazy dice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was really nice. The only thing I didn't go back and buy, which I really wanted, was the little uh, dice jail. Oh yeah. Buy the dice jail. Just the dice jail, or also the roller thingy, like the thing where you put the dice in and it. Oh, like a dice tower? Yeah, yeah that tower. thing. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm mostly interested in the dice in the jail. jail. Yeah, it was a really tiny little, like, you know, what, two inch by, like, two inch by yeah. four inch high little jail where if your dice were being bad, and we all know we have those, you just put them in jail for a little bit. Yeah, yep. I'm not too into the dice towers because I want to roll I, the dice Yeah, myself. I like to roll my dice. Like, I can't. I, like I don't want. Tower. I don't want anything aiding my dice roll because then I'll blame it. I like the tower. (laughs) I thought it was fun. It's your fault, Castle. Seriously. (laughs) Right. I thought it was really cute because it like, oh, this is like a novelty. Like, how fun is this? Right. (laughs) I can't be bothered to, you know, roll (laughs) my own dice. I need like assistance. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Too much work. It's like a friend of mine has a dice rolling app on his phone. Oh my god! Oh, no. Okay. The die he has to just hit the. Button. Yeah, but that could be like rigged. Yeah, exactly. You never know. And truthfully, the whole, I don't the whole point. I mean, I, I don't wouldn't say the whole point, but one of the best parts of role playing where you have to use dice is rolling the dice. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. The app didn't do it for me. No. We tried it one, a couple of times. I didn't. I didn't like it. Yeah. I like my dice. Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite ones. And uh, yeah, so there was... There's a yeah, ton of vendors. Uh, not as much on the upper floor as it was in previous years, but uh, they've definitely filled up the bottom major hall. Uh, they added. They even had like presents from like Sony was there doing a little PlayStation trailer that you could go in and play God of War and some other games. Uh, a decent amount of retro gaming this year as well, so that was really cool. And yeah, uh, just just again, you know, it's it's a big con. They had a number of celebrity guests, like we mentioned. We didn't get to every uh, any of those panels per se, 
but they still had a, a good showing, even though they had a few cancellations. Yes, they did. They, so they had a lot of really good people. We just yeah. um, we were trying. We were going for something different this year. Yep. So uh, yeah, uh, as always, if you are in the area, or if you ever would want to go to somewhere that isn't quite as crowded as San Diego, Phoenix is a very good alternative. Uh, with you know, I would say it's it's just a notch or two below that. And uh, what's the one in Atlanta? Dragon Con, I think, is the one there. Yeah, but Dragon I think Con. that's another. That's, that's different, though. That's big, a very yeah. I think the other one is. I think yeah. number two is the one in New York, isn't it? And that's then, a big one as well. Actually, yeah. and, and also the the Ace Comic Cons now that right. they're doing tend to be pretty big from that company. You know, they do one in Chicago. There's ones happening in Seattle. Uh, they get some big names there if if that's what you're going for. Mm-hmm. But if you're really interested in the artists and comic books, Phoenix is a great one to go to because they get a ton of those people. There. Yes, it really is. So, you know, go ahead and Google Phoenix Fan Fusion right. because they changed the name again for next right. year. Yeah. Because Comic Fest was just, no one was happy with that name. No, no I never heard that before. It yeah. was just a, a ugh. Yeah. It's just, we're all just going to keep calling it Comic Con. <gasps> yeah. And eventually... San Diego hopefully will just Deal get over it. themselves Seriously. and just understand that it's, you know, it's like... Share it's, the wealth, man. It's just, it's part of our lexicon now. Seriously. There is no... A Comic-Con is a Comic-Con. We're not specifically talking about San Diego. So Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's but you know, that ne- this year the hashtag for Phoenix Comic Fest was hashtag PCF, and next year it's going to be PFF, so it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Patient financial services. Nice. <laughs> it's going to be poof. 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 Yeah. Hashtag poof. So, yes. Do you guys got anything else you wanted to no, talk about? Um, nope. Other than, you know, just we are going to start doing these shows more regularly. So, this time we're serious, though. We're super, like, super, we're, we're super, super serious. serious yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now that I live, like, right around yes. the corner, it'll be a little easier. Well, we already have next next week's plan so i think yes. we're good we're a step we're ahead of last we're ahead. time <laughs> we're ahead of the game yeah. now just relies oh on God. grail to actually edit this and post it that's the, Yay, the other grail. thing that has to happen well there's no more earth so you have plenty of time oh yeah, it's over <laughs> oh well all right well with that uh, i'll invite you guys to please check out any of our other shows on alphageekradio.com you can catch them live. You can catch their podcast. We have videos on there. We're even going to start posting videos right now, thinking about using Twitch as the platform, but uh, we will keep you guys informed. Check out their links. We can be checked out on the web at Facebook, Casually Hardcore. You can check us out on Twitter. I'm Grail CH. Daxa. CH. CH. Vindy underscore. Yeah. V-Y-N-D-I. Um, yes, I did want to also say before we sign off is I wanted to uh, give our sincere condolences to Jenna Bain, who unfortunately has uh, had her husband, um, Total Biscuit, pass away recently. It's made some news and we've known Total Biscuit for a really long time and we are saddened by his passing and hope that Jenna and their son are okay and they know we know they're grieving and just want to send out our love to both of them. Yeah, uh, definitely echo that. And I would also encourage folks that I believe it's a GoFundMe page. Yeah. It is yeah. GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you to go there because, again, like it's mentioned on the page, anybody that does streaming as their full-time job, there there is no company usually backing them. So there's yeah. no health insurance. There's no... Uh, death insurance there's none of that that normally would be found in a, in a regular you know nine to five type job so realistically it's it's you guys it's us allow them to do what they love and allow them to produce content that we love so if you have any if you got any enjoyment out of uh john bain's uh total biscuit total halibut whatever you know him by mm-hmm. his content uh i would definitely recommend you go check out the gofundme page Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. So with that, I have been Grail. I've been Vindy. And I have been Daxa. And we are out of here. 
Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. <laughs>